Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. We are back with our second part for week 11 NFL preview. Uh, I got my co-host Tom with me today instead of Pablo. Tom, how are you doing? I'm okay. You know, a little under the weather, but I'm, uh, I'm surviving, you know. By, uh, thriving. by under the weather, do you mean that a hurricane hits you? Yeah. Uh, I do not have the coronavirus. I would like to clarify that. Yeah, no. I do not, yeah. I do not have it. Our right. co-host, Tom, does not have corona, and even if he does, we are more than six feet apart, I'd say. We're not even yep. in the same house. so uh, We are more than six miles apart. We're yeah, doing our part say, here. <laughs> I would say we are more than six miles apart. Um, so, Pablo and I did our Thursday night preview. Uh, if you listen to that, it's, it's pretty good. If you haven't, uh, go listen to that right now. Um, but we're going to start it off differently than we normally would. We're going to have a little bit of a debate. Um, I think we're going to start doing this every week. Uh, should be a lot of fun, but uh, Tom and I have a very strong disagreement about my team. So I'm very emotionally involved with this. Tom obviously is not. Uh, the only you know, I, I am though, because I don't know. It's just like, uh, you know, I want you to be happy, right, Steve? And I know that you're not going to be happy when the Bills lose if you set such high expectations for them, right? I think you should be more realistic about them. And then it doesn't they necessarily lose. have to be a debate. It can be a, a discussion. Uh, so, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but Tom, I think Tom is a Bills hater. Uh, I just think that's the way he tends to lean. Uh, I don't think that I'm that much of a Bills optimist. I mean, I guess I guess we'll see uh, what happens in the upcoming weeks. But uh, that that's basically all that it is. I mean, it, it always comes down to whenever you're talking to your friends, at least in my opinion, it always comes down to let's just see what happens because really that's all that you can have as much speculation as you want. But really what it, you can talk about the team and it, they have to perform or they have to suck. Uh, that, that's basically what it comes down to. So, um, all right. I was listening to a podcast today, Tom, right? Yeah. And they were talking about kind of big picture stuff with the bills, salary cap and all that stuff. Okay. Bill's just to be podcast. clear, just to be clear here, this is a bills podcast. This is a home yeah. podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but just, just, uh, like, okay. The, the guy is a bills fan, but, he is he's a professional football analyst he works for the draft network uh who do a lot of draft work it's he he's a pretty right down the middle guy when you listen to him at least uh his his name is uh dan marino on the locked on bills podcast but it was uh, greg thompson and uh not dan marino oh my gosh what's wrong with me (laughs) Joe Marino, jeez. Dan Marino is the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in the 1980s. Joe Marino, who works for the Draft Network, 
who is the host of Locked On Bills. Um, I've recommended them in the past for your team, but uh, okay. So they were ta- so Greg Thompson, Joe Marino were talking, and they said, okay, this season, what are three possibilities for the Bills? Uh, the worst case scenario, the most likely scenario, and the optimistic scenario, right? Okay. Yeah. So worst case scenario, the Bills win three games. They go ten and six, uh, and they lose three games because there's uh, only six games left for the Bills. Um, the Dolphins happen to be one of those losses, so the Dolphins go ten and six. Also, get the tiebreaker, win the division. Bills have an away playoff game, go one and out this season. But that now I, I would be pretty disappointed with that, but. If we made the playoffs still as the worst case scenario, I'm pretty happy with that. Do you agree so far? I mean, yeah, I think uh, that's worst think case. That's worst case scenario. I think that's pretty. As of right now, I think that's pretty realistic. Uh, I think it's realistic. That's why it's worst case scenario. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Do, sure. Do, but do you, you know, you take that I, as the most likely scenario or the worst case scenario. Can you just? Let's just right, clear this fine, up. Fine. Right worst case, worst case, worst case. Fine. That is the worst case scenario for the Buffalo Bills, right? Sure. Okay. Now, the most likely scenario is that we win four of our next six games. Um, both of them. So, I'd say the wins would probably come against the 49ers, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. And then uh, the one loss would come again – or two losses. Hmm. Where, where would those come? Steelers, Steelers, and then we're playing someone else. Um, uh, I'd have to check, but uh, I, we would probably lose that other game, whoever it is against. Um, we win the division, uh, advance after our home playoff game, go up against the Chiefs in the um, qualifying round, and lose to the Chiefs. Most likely scenario. Okay. That's fair. That's, That's fair, fair. For most likely. Yeah. I'd say so. Now, the best case scenario for the Buffalo Bills, according to these guys, are that we go to the Super Bowl and win it. And that's <laughs> a very realistic possibility for the Buffalo Bills. I don't, I don't, okay, listen, I don't think that's realistic at all. How is it not right? realistic? That's a Homer scenario, right? That's a, that's a, it's, not, it's not like a hyperbole take. It, they, I mean, it's not a stupid thing to say. I think it would kind of – I think it would be intellectually dishonest to say that in the best case scenario, the Buffalo Bills could win the Super Bowl. I think that's intellectually dishonest of you to say that it's not in, even a possibility in for the, the Bills to win the Super Bowl. In the best possible case scenario, the Bills make the Super Bowl, but they will lose, right? No matter uh, what, whoever they go up against. Yes, because listen. Who I, can we not beat if, in the NFL? If Josh, just, Allen's, if Josh Allen's not going to perform in a regular season game against the Cardinals – then I don't think that he's going to perform in a playoff scenario, especially the the friggin' Super Bowl. And I don't think. Listen, he it's he, hence the term best case scenario. But go on. When he gets under pressure, he cracks. Right. That's all I'm saying. I've watched the Bills. I root for the Bills. No, you right. No, I you do want root them for the to lose. Bills. I don't want, want them to lose. lose. Yes, unless I'm picking against them, I don't want them. You to, o- to you lose. always pick against them. I think no, I pick them. Like I pick five hundred for them. But I picked them against the Titans, uh, and I really wanted them to win that game, and then they just completely blow it, right? 
So yeah. it seems like whenever I want them to win. Listen, you can go listen to our podcast about it, but I've given the reasons why we lost that game. It wasn't all on the offense, but it, well, it, the the offense didn't start to perform until the second half, right? Uh, they, yeah, I, it was kind of a terrible game plan. I think McDermott's at, at at fault for that because for the what first was the game plan, what was the issue for with the, the first game three plan? quarters? It was checkdowns, and then for the in the last the, the last for half the offensive of the play quarter, calling, McDermott doesn't control that man. I'm just saying, listen, if we're gonna talk, all right. If we're going to continue this, McDermott has no control over the offense, all right? It's Brian Dable's offense and Josh Allen's offense. Sure, and Brian Dable, right? Yeah. So they were they were running checkdowns for like the first three quarters and a half, right? And then they started to throw downfield, and all of a sudden the offense woke up uh, because that's what Josh Allen is good at. You're right about his arm strength, right? He's very good at throwing down the field. And I don't think Stephon Diggs is bad by any means, right? I think he's pretty – damn good uh but he's better when you're throwing it down the field and you're not checking it down every play to a guy like Cole Beasley or someone like that you know throw the ball downfield right and that's that's why they lost that game I think right because they relied on Devin Singletary too much or they tried to and he didn't perform uh too well and then uh they kind of woke up in the fourth quarter right but still I mean Josh threw what Two interceptions that game. Uh, yeah. So when they when they face a winning opponent, Josh always throws an interception. I don't know what it is, right? Uh, I don't know if they're they're just playing down, or they're or he just cracks under pressure. I don't know what it is, but he seems to just be flawed when it comes to you know good opponents, which is not something I look for if I'm a Bills fan and I want them to make the Super Bowl, right? Because you're going to be playing good opponents. The AFC is pretty stacked, right? Uh, if you want to beat the the Chiefs, you can't throw interceptions like that. So that's all I'm saying, man. I just think he, he's just not good under pressure. Uh, and the playoffs is a pressure scenario. So, Well, can I propose this to you? Maybe uh-huh. he throws interceptions against good teams because they're good at football. Right. Which is why I'm saying that you shouldn't you shouldn't look as like a a realistic scenario. It's not real. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, it's it's realistic that we go and win the Super Bowl, but it's extremely best case scenario. All right, that is the best case scenario. But hence the term best. It's not a good scenario. It's not. It's the pot, the best possible things that that could happen for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. There. All right. Now. I, I I really tend to think that I'm in the camp of most likely to happen. I think we're going to lose to the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um, if we beat them, great. If not, I mean, no one expects us to. So, uh, really, I, I'll just we'll just be happy to be there. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure all of Bills Mafia would happy would be happy to be there if they're reasonable. But you're saying that I'm extremely. Like, I, I don't know. You you seem to think that I am unrealistic with my thoughts about the Bills. And I predicted I predicted them to go 11-5. and five. And I, I just described a scenario in which they go 11-5 and five and win the division as the most likely scenario for the Bills. And you agreed with me. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't think it's not fair to say they go 11-5, and five, right? But yeah. – 
if the, the playoff game is away, which I can see happening because the Dolphins are on a hot streak right now, and they look really good. Yeah, uh, the, the only possible way we'll have an away playoff game is if we lose the division. You'll still get that first wild card spot, right? Yeah, uh, but we can't, we can't have – that's not a home playoff game. I know, I know it's not a home playoff yeah. game. But in that scenario, I feel like they lose, they're, they're just out. Right? I just said that, so, yeah. In, so, in the so, worst possible case scenario, we, we lose that game, yeah. I feel like that's pretty realistic. Right? I said it's I, realistic, but you just said it's the worst possible case scenario. And I don't you know, think I, that that's most likely to happen. Yes, I think the okay. What, out so of the three, <laughs> you you are predicting the Bills to have the worst possible case scenario happen, right? But, yeah. So th- that that just proves that you think it's most likely. So could something worse so happen to the Bills? You're I've predicting seen, them to do the worst possible that they could, like right? Because from what I've seen from the Bills, and you've seen this too, right? They do not perform under pressure. They just don't do it. Right. Okay. So, I, we, as a, listen. If I was a Bills fan, I wouldn't be negative because you have so much talent, and the team's only going to get better. Right. Next year, the uh, a Super Bowl run is conceivable. Right. But right now, if, if Josh it, listen, Allen, I just said best possible case scenario. Okay. Right. But right now, if Josh Allen is performing the way he's performing, right, there is no, there's, I think the Super Bowl scenario is kind of unrealistic, right? Okay. Uh, so before we continue, if we had won this Cardinals game, would your opinion change? Hmm. I, Josh still threw two picks. And he had the game-winning touchdown until it wasn't the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh I know it's hard to look at it like that, but I'm just saying, like, really, we go into the bye eight and two. Would you still be in the school of thought that the Bills are a bad team? No, I don't think. Listen, I don't think they're a bad team, right? I never, I never said that. Okay. I just, I just don't think they're as legit as the record indicates, right? Because they played a lot of their the division is pretty bad. Besides the, it's it's actually really bad. Besides the Dolphins right now, right? And at the beginning of the season, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, the only bright spot was the Bills, right? And they played the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots in like the earlier half of the season. The Patriots look a lot better right now uh, than when they played the Bills. Right? Yeah, but you make that argument for just about every single team the Bills play. Yeah, I guess I mean, not the Jets. <laughs> I wouldn't say the, the Jets, Jets have would... ma- maintained a steadily bad pace as a football team, but right. And the the Dolphins and the Patriots have kind of heated up a little bit, right? Uh, okay, but uh, all right. So when we played the Patriots, they were pretty bad, but uh, they were good at the beginning of the season. They the only reason they've heated up, in your opinion, is because they beat the Ravens, right? Yeah, and Cam Newton, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they beat the Ravens, but also the Ravens aren't as legit as I thought they were. Uh, you know, Lamar's playing kind of terrible. And, uh, you know, the defense isn't really playing that well either. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I just feel like the Patriots yeah. always play. will always play the Bills close, right? Uh, 
and the the Bills will play down to the Patriots whenever they play them because the Patriots almost beat the Bills the last time that they played. Okay. So if it wasn't for Cam Newton's interception on the final drive, they they were marching down the field and they could have won that game. Right. I mean, or at least tied it. Okay. So look, I just gave you all the scenarios and you think that the Dolphins winning the division is the most likely? Right now, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then there has to be a worst-case scenario for the Bills, in your opinion. What could that be? They lose out? No, not lose out. I'd say they lose four games, right? So, and we go nine and seven. Right. You go nine and seven. Uh, that was kind of deflating loss against the Cardinals, right? And going into a bye week, too, that's not good for morale when you lose on a Hail Mary at the end of the game. Uh, So maybe if they're pissed off, right, which, you know, I hope they are, they'll – They'll go with your scenario, and they'll they'll win. I don't know four more games is what you said, and lose two, right? Yeah. Uh, but I can see them just being deflated, and Josh just losing a lot of confidence uh, after throwing two interceptions because he was playing so well. Uh, and you know, I can see them losing four games, um, even though besides the the Steelers, and I don't know who that other team is. Uh, uh, let me just check that right now. But is it continue. the Colts? It might be the Colts. I don't um, think it's the Colts. But I don't know. I can see them losing to the Dolphins and definitely the Steelers and definitely the Patriots. And uh, you know, and, and I feel like they could lose four games. And not the Broncos. That's. A I win. mean, we could have an even better case scenario where the Bills go twelve and four. It's also possible. They beat the Chargers, the Niners, the Broncos, the Dolphins, and the Patriots and lose to the Steelers. Or we could win out and go thirteen and three, which would just be insane. But Right. What game do you hear there where the Bills can most definitely not win it? Page or Steelers, sorry. You you don't think we have a chance against the Steelers? No. The Steelers played the Cowboys close without Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott. I know. I, I watched the game. Uh, it, they played down, right? I agree with you. But Josh Allen is going to throw at least two interceptions against that defense, right? Right. Uh, you know, if he, the Cardinals' defense is decent, right? Yeah. Not great. Uh, the Steelers' defense is well put together. And... I don't think he's going to have a good game against them, right? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a Bills hater because, you know, I see – I hate all teams that win because my team always loses. I don't know. Maybe, if, I just, uh, maybe if the Washington football team are good, you would actually think no, the no. Bills are going to do good. Listen, the football team is a legit contender. Right now, they are a contender, okay? What's so, the best possible case scenario for the Washington football team? Uh, Super Bowl? They win one more game. They go four and twelve. They win the division, uh, and then they win. Uh, they win out in the playoffs, and it's Bills versus uh, football team. Bills lose. Can I just say that? Um, <laughs> that, that would be something. Uh, can I just say that 
I don't give you nearly as much hate about the Washington football team because I realize you all have been played by injuries and nothing. No, we just suck. Right we whatsoever. suck. Our culture. No, 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 no. It's not. No, no. It, You're on it's your more than that. You can right? blame it on the injuries, right? You can blame it on the injuries, I or you can blame can. it on the fact that we draft terrible, right? Who did you draft terribly? What, who from your draft class this year has been terrible? Antonio Gibson? Chase no, Young? No, 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 no. Uh, okay, because when Ron Rivera came in and he took control of whether who they were drafting, right, our drafts – like, we, we went up. We started drafting well, right? Montez and Sweat? Last, last year I thought the, the draft was – Montez Sweat is a beast. He's come yeah, on. I didn't so think he was going to drafted all of these guys. It's not like you've traded for We can't them. draft quarterbacks, though. We can't draft quarterbacks, right? That was and, a mistake, drafting Dwayne Haskins. And, and we I, can't win games because the culture is so bad, okay? And I agree. Like, I, I, we suck, and I, I recognize that, right? Uh, you are a bad team, but that doesn't mean there's no potential. Right. I see hope in the future, obviously. With the division being as bad as it, as it is, Right, I can see us going nine and seven next year and just wiping out the the, the rest of the division because they all suck. And you know, I don't know who the Giants are going to draft, but Danny Dimes is definitely not the long term solution, right? And I, mean, I don't know who the Cowboys quarterback is going to be next year, right? Yeah. I don't know who the Eagles quarterback is going to be next year. Probably not Carson Wentz. They're winning uh, the division right now, man. Yeah, but they're they're a really bad team. They are really bad, right? They're not going to win That's the division. so crazy. I, every time I think about it, <laughs> NFC East is just so bad. They're 3-5-1. and one. The only reason they're winning the division is because of that tie, and I don't know who they beat. They, they fluked out, and they won one game. And, uh, but the, the, the football team manhandled them, and they, they'll do it again. Right, Carson Wentz has the most picks in the league this year. What do you all? Gonna, what, what, what's not, your record? Two and six. Uh, two and seven now. Two. Oh, so you guys got to win out then to win the division. Yeah, but we're, we're playing the Steelers as well. You could go uh, eight and eight, I think, and win that division. Maybe even seven and nine. No, no, no. You don't. You could go six and ten and win the division. I I don't think you can do that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could, dude. I don't think you could do that. Uh, well, well, we're playing Cincinnati this weekend, right? I think it's pretty 50-50 in this game. Yeah. Like, I think the game picks are pretty split even. I'll give it, right? to, uh, I'll give it to WFT. Well, we'll talk about it in game fix, but... Um, yeah. I mean, all right. So, this was meant to be a debate about the Bills. I mean, I think we found that we agree more, but I just... I mean, does 11 game-winning drives mean nothing to you for Josh Allen? No, because they didn't come against great teams. So I can't. Uh, I, I tried to look it up earlier today. I couldn't find uh, who they were against, but that just proves that he has ice in his veins and he can win games like that. And look, when you look at the playoff game, maybe he didn't play so great. But how did they end up losing? It was the defense that led up that huge play from Deshaun Watson. It it just always, no, but listen, no, not really. The tackle and ran into the end zone for a touchdown. I know, but That's what Josh Josh played terrible the whole game, right? He played terrible have... the whole game, though. It wasn't bad the whole game. We came out, we were winning 16-0 to zero at half, and then the second half was not very great. But Right, so they didn't generate any offense to help the defense, right? And the defense played, like, 
you know, sort of, that was a bad play. They let up that tackle, right? But you can't put it all on them because the offense wasn't producing. There but was no Josh Allen had the game-winning drive for them. Once again, they just lost the game on the defense. Right, but also he could have he could have won the game, and he did that thing where he uh, he took the ball and he threw it. He didn't lose the ball in there, man. We we kept the ball. I know, but that was he just a, a first down. He got like forty yards before he did that. That was a really stupid play. That's all I'm saying. You know, I, that was. I know you can talk about that play all you want. It was a mistake, but uh, young quarterbacks make mistakes. Let's let's not forget it's Josh Allen's third year, and he's improved drastically with under the scrutiny of many, many. It's not. It's not like some people thought he was going to do badly. No, everyone didn't expect him to develop, and people were kind of surprised this year. They were like, "Well, what's going on with this guy?" Why is he doing so great? Maybe it's because he's been improving and no one has been seeing it. So he's come out. He's been doing really great. Listen, he still needs to take a few steps in this development. Right now, the book right now on Josh Allen is um, play heavy zone and uh, just try to have him uh, get into windows. And he hasn't been throwing it so great against that defense and good teams play that defense against him, but it's not like we've seen him, you know, and maybe he won't ever get past it, but the evidence suggests that he will get past that. And eventually there'll be no book on Josh Allen. You can't really do much about him. He'll just be a playmaker and someone you just got to have to account for in your game plan. Right. But it's, it's not just Josh Allen. Like that's a, that's a big part of it. Right. Listen, the defense this year has not been great by any means whatsoever. But it's just it seems like they have like a total team collapse when, you know, the line is, you know, when it's really dire and when they really need to perform. It just seems like if they can get through that, if they become more clutch than they are, just a little more than they are right now. I think that's what everyone's been saying for a while, though. I think everyone has been saying, I need a little more from the Bills. I need a little more. And it just, it's never, it's never I satisfying. I need a little more from the Bills, right? Because they, they look great, and then they lose this game. They lose a game, right? Okay. And then they look well, great for another all right, couple. All right, all right, all right. You just agreed. I mean, you didn't necessarily agree. But if we won this game, then it would be different. But listen. You did it. That's all I'm saying, man. Like. <laughs> You know, eliminate one in, insane catch that just should have never happened. We had our best playmakers around the ball, and what what can I – like, there's no defending it, really, at that point. I mean, that was going to happen against any sort of defense anytime. You put anyone on the field and had that same thing run out the exact same way, it wasn't going to change. So – I mean, I, I'm, I, I guess you could talk about the Bills for the rest of that game, but listen, you eliminate that one catch, we're 8-2 and two going into the bye. Yeah, you might be right. Also, D-Hop is just a beast. I think he was the first, the youngest receiver to, to make it to like 800 receptions or something like that in this game that's just happened with uh, the Seahawks, right? He yeah. just got his 800 reception or something like that. Uh Youngest receiver in NFL history. And I think he'll go down as, like, one of the greats, you know. Uh, we're passing up the ball a lot more in this generation, so he's a lot luckier than someone like uh, Jerry Rice or something like that. Yep. But uh, he's just a beast. But besides that, besides the catch at the end of the game, 
Right. That was not – don't get me wrong. The entire game before that was not great for the Bills. It was great for the first half. They came out sputtering in the third quarter, picked it up a little in the fourth quarter, and then the catch happened. Yeah, I, I would look for the Bills to smack the Cardinals, though. You know what I'm saying? They like, beat, they beat good teams, though. The Cardinals are five, six and three now going into this yeah. game against the Seahawks. Kyler Murray yeah. is a special talent, and I think you can admit that, but – I did say that the Cardinals were trash, and I don't think that they can win a playoff game because of the play calling from their uh, head coach. So, I mean, I think you, you underestimate Cliff Kingsbury. I think someone with a losing record at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes and uh, Baker Mayfield, um, <laughs> I think that you can't underestimate him that much. I don't know. I think, uh, I don't think college football translates at all to the pros when it comes to coaching because it's a completely different play style, right? And, you know, the Cardinals weren't great before he showed up, and now they're, they're kind of turning it around. And I think that he has a, he has a big hand in that. Right? I don't think he has any sort of hand in that. I think it's only the players and the GM that's done that. Well, that's a topic I mean, for another. It sucks so much when he first came in that they got Kyler Murray. They had Josh Rosen. And he couldn't develop, and they had to get such no, a Josh Rosen. No, Josh Murray. Rosen is a genuine bust. Like he's not a good football player. That's it, the. But like the thing is, you really can't know because after he went to the Cardinals, he went to the Dolphins, who were projected to go zero and sixteen last year. That's how bad they were. Right? Is he out of the league now? I think he's on a practice squad somewhere. I couldn't tell you. It's unfortunate. I, 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 yeah, it really is unfortunate, but I'm just saying that he hasn't been great. So, oh, real quick, I meant to ask you this when you were talking about the Eagles getting that tie. Uh, I, was, I was talking about it with Pablo yesterday. My opinion, good teams never tie. They, good teams win in overtime. So if they have a tie on their record, I automatically see them as a bad team. Mm. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 I say I agree with that. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you tie against, it depends who you tie against, though. But the thing is, if it, all right, but like you're never going to tie against the Chiefs because Patrick Holmes will win that game. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. Yeah. But Pat Mahomes will have an off game, like he did against the Raiders or something like that. I can but see them tying that game. To go to overtime, you think Pat Mahomes is ever going to lose that game? Against uh, any sort of team. You lost against the Patriots in overtime. You remember that. Yeah. Right? But the Patriots uh, came out with the win there, and I don't think they're a bad team. And besides, that was playoffs, so it would have never tied. Right. So you think a tie is worse than a loss on a team's record? Yes. I don't think it's worse than a loss, but I also think it, it might be an indicator of, you know, I guess <laughs> clutchness, right? Uh I don't know, man. That's I, iffy. I guess, I guess I agree with you there. Just, I think that's personal opinion, but yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, I guess we were kind of looking for a debate where we were just going to be yelling and screaming at each other, but I think we agree more than we disagree on a lot of things. But uh, it's kind of, once again, I said it at the beginning of the section, it's a wait and see thing for the Bills and really for any team that you're calling legit or calling trash. Yeah, I mean, we've. I think I've seen enough so far. Yeah, right? we've had nine games or what, ten games now. That's that's why people make predictions because from what they see, they can 
project what they think is going to happen. But, uh, I, I mean, people see things differently and, uh, I'm pretty sure the bills are pretty hot topic in the NFL. I think, I think it's kind of like the Josh Allen train. It's like, you're either like 100% for him or 100% against him. Same with kind of the overall bills. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think that definitely Bills fans are more optimistic than the rest of the NFL. But, uh, I, I mean, just what do you think about that? Uh, no, it's not. I don't think it's a 100% thing at all. I think I, I like Josh Allen. I'm not 100% on him this season, but I don't hate him. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, I don't think, think you hate him, but I think he, you think he's going to do bad. I don't think – For the I think rest of his career, work. he's hit his ceiling. No, 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 no. I'm not saying wow. that. I think I said, listen, I said so then earlier. you're optimistic about him. Yeah, I said earlier that I think that the Bills will just keep getting better and better because they have so much talent. Stephon Diggs is still young, right? Cole Beasley's not that young, but he's a good slot receiver. And, you know, he's lasted a long time. He's pretty durable, right? And, you know, Zach Moss is pretty good. And the, the whole team is just, you know, John Brown is good, right? So you have a lot of potential, right? I'm just saying that right now I'm not 100% convinced that Josh Allen is really, really good, right? But I'm not 100% convinced that he's bad, you know? And I think, I think he'll just keep getting better, and I hope he does, right? But he's just got to develop that clutch gene that the top quarterbacks have, and it'll just be, it'll be unstoppable, man. The Bills will be a, a playoff team every year, a perennial powerhouse. I think right now we're a playoff team every year. We've made it. We made it last year. We're going to make it this year. Yeah, you better hope that the Dolphins don't. The Dolphins. Look I mean, they can win the division, best. but we'll still make the playoffs, right? Right. Uh, we're a playoff team every year. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't think you're a division winner. We're not a Super Bowl contender though, and a division leader every year. The Dolphins look the best they've looked since like 1980. Right, they made the, the playoffs like what a few years ago. Remember yeah, but they didn't. They didn't look good, man. They didn't look good at all. I don't think Ryan Tannehill right was now. their quarterback. They looked. They didn't look good, right? But Tua is their quarterback. Tua is very young. Tua is going to develop. I right? hope. I hope not. But yeah, that, mean, that's a bad thing for the Bills. But he will. Yeah, and they're going to be good, man. So I just watch out for them. That's all. All right. Uh, just one more question before we put a bow on this. Is Josh Allen a franchise quarterback? Meaning, my opinion, will he be the Bills quarterback for the uh, foreseen future? Yes. You're all, Buffalo's already all in on Josh Allen. I, don't, it's, I, I think so, too. But I just wanted to establish that real it's quick. It's too late now, anyway. So I mean, if he – let's just say, like – I don't know, by some strange turn of events that he's just so bad that, I mean, we would have to move on from him. But I, I don't think that there's anything indicating that whatsoever. That would just be extremely wacko, bizarre. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that happen. I can see him becoming average and then just sticking with him, yeah. right? Uh, but I don't think they're going to trade him or drop him or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think he'll be a franchise QB. All right. I mean, I, listen, that's a huge thing for me. I know I'm talking about Super Bowls and stuff like that, but having a stable quarterback after 
a 17 year playoff drought and just a rotating wheel of quarterbacks. People talk about Cleveland's uh, rotating quarterback wheel. Buffalo was having the same thing. So, I mean, it's, it's just good to see that we have someone, but I mean, yeah. Must be nice, man. Must be nice. I, you, I think Kyle Allen is the future in Washington. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think he's good. I, I think he's really good. No, he's – dude, he's a Alex Smith prototype, dude. He's just no, like a – No, I think he's, he's a better. check down. He's a, the master of the check down. I don't right. know. All right. uh, I really hope so. I hope you're right, though. Yeah. Well, I mean – once again, going to trade with Josh Allen's quarterback coach over the offseason, I'm sure. That doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it next section, but I got one thing to say about that. You got anything else to say? No. All right. We're going to come back to you with some fantasy advice in the professionals. Stay tuned. with some fantasy advice from the professionals. Tom, who's your first guy? Alex Smith. Uh, Who are they playing this weekend? We were just talking about life section. I already forgot. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals. All right. I I agree with that start. He's going to – I think he'll break the 400-yard mark this week. He was close last week. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though. He looks really good. He looks better than I think anyone was expecting. I thought he was just going to be a paraplegic out there in the field because he almost died, you know. That's not something you usually come back from and play well. Yeah, He looked damn good last weekend. He threw 55 times, which is crazy. The football team never does that, even with Kyle Allen or, you know, Dwayne Haskins. We don't throw 55 times, right? Uh, And I think he's just going to – he looks a lot better throwing deep than he did before he got injured. I don't know how that's possible, but he looks really good. And I think you should start him. If you don't have a QB, throw Alex Smith in there. I'll get you some points. I think he'll throw for uh, one touchdown, right? Because we usually run the ball in the red zone with Antonio Gibson. So one touchdown breaks the 400-yard mark. It's a safe floor of, I'd say, 18 to 20 points. I mean – from what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I agree in as much as I would start uh, Tua and Jameis Winston over them if they have not been picked up already. But by the time you're listening to this, uh, those two might not be available. So, I mean, 12-team league, 14-team league, Alex Smith is definitely worth a start, I'd say. For sure. Um, all right. My first guy I have here, I uh, haven't heard his name in a while, Alan Lazard. I'm not sure if we talked about him earlier in the season, but he started off really hot, and I started him um, in both of his big games uh, when he had 18 points and 26 points. And in between those two games, he had a seven-point game, which is okay, but um, they are playing the Colts, and uh, I'm not sure if Xavier Rhodes will be in or not, but I think that it's going to be a bit more of a target share offense was how well Xavier Rhodes has been playing and that defense is good, so expect uh, Aaron Rodgers to look to his kind of check-down slot receiver guy. I think that's going to be Alan Lazard this weekend. Definitely worth a start, and I think you can pick him up. He just came off of IR. He's questionable to start, so if he doesn't start, just watch out for that. Um, what I want Xavier Rhodes, huh? He, he oh, yeah. Like, Incredible season like- from him. I think he's a, definitely a candidate for a comeback player of the year. 
Uh, Alex Smith is getting that 100%. But, you know, you know, it's all right. Is, uh, I, I guess Cam Newton, but he hasn't been playing great. I mean, I think he was the front runner. Is there anyone else? I the mean, fact I, that Alex Smith stepped on the field this year means he should win that award. I'm just I, you know. listen. Uh, yeah, but it's it's also a popularity contest, my friend. It's not. It might not just. He might have the greatest comeback story, but that doesn't always mean that he's going to win the award. I think he. You got to like. I don't know. I think you got to have something substantial behind it, and the Washington Football Team is. Less than substantial, in my opinion. That's true. Xavier Rhodes is the best corner of the year of this league. So, uh, you know, and he was the worst corner. I have to he was, look into that, but I think he's definitely top five. And he was the worst corner in the league, last you know, time. last year. So, that's impressive. I'm proud Very of him. Impressive. I like Xavier Rhodes. Uh, uh, my second guy, I'm going to go with uh, Mike Williams. Right, so the Chargers are playing the Jets this weekend. Uh, and Mike Williams is players such an – yeah, yeah, yeah. Such an underrated receiver. Uh, he gets no credit. He's he's a solid number one on any other team, right? But because they have Keenan Allen, you know, he, he's kind of overshadowed. Uh, hopefully Justin Herbert spreads the ball around this week. He didn't play too well last weekend. Uh, but this should be a – open opportunity for him to really improve from last week because they're playing the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, and the Jets don't want to play this year. So, you know, start Mike Williams. You have an open receiver slot. All right. Um, real quick before I announce my next guy, uh, let me just re- read off some numbers to you. Uh, PR, so, uh, you know, not half, not zero. Uh, Imagine if uh, your tight end were putting up these numbers, 15 points, 12 points, 11 points, and 13 points. Would you be happy with that production? Yes. What if I told you it was Hayden Hurst on the Atlanta Falcons? I would believe it. (laughs) He's been playing well, dude. I know. He's been playing great. That's what I'm saying. Uh, He kind of started off a little slow. He had one 18-point game, but – uh, it was kind of a slump since the, you know, week one until about week six where he just turned it on against the Vikings. And ever since then, he's been playing great. They're coming off a bye. They're playing New Orleans, who is number 27 against tight ends in the NFL. Uh, definitely worth a pickup. He's rostered in 87% of leagues in um, NFL leagues, so might be tough to get him. But uh, – if you're that lucky, 13% where he's not rostered, definitely worth the pickup. Uh, I mentioned Austin Hooper yesterday. He's probably a much more reasonable target to try to acquire. Uh, tight ends, once again, really rough. But Hayden Hurst, worth a pickup if you can get him. It's kind of a premium. So, uh, And real quick before uh, Tom moves on to his third guy, uh, we were talking about it beforehand. Um, Tom didn't want to say all Washington football team players, but – Antonio Gibson is a must start this week against the Bengals, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Uh, Tom mentions him just about every single week, but I think he's definitely worth mentioning this week. If you are, if you have him on your team, start him. Probably the best rookie running back to come out of this class, I'd say. He's got potential. Um, right? nah. Yeah. 
Clyde Edwards is there, man. So good. Well, recently he hasn't been getting as many carries because they've been throwing the ball, the Chiefs have. Uh, yeah. And Antonio has, especially in the, the passing game. Uh, they throw him a lot because our quarterbacks love to check down. And also on the tight end thing, it was really disappointing to me. Mark Andrews, man. He saw, yeah, I just traded for him. He had a 10-point game. I mean, at this point in tight end, if I get 10 points, I'm jumping for joy. So you're not alone, my friend, in your struggles. Uh, I had Mark Andrews last year. Definitely a disappointment. Um, I still think that, I think that he's going to pick it up, my friend. So you have uh, a bright future ahead of you. Yeah, I hope so. All right, so for my third guy, I got uh, Jalen Ragor. Jalen Rager. Who are they playing? The uh, Cleveland Browns. Not a great pass defense. Uh, they're 27 in the league. So if Carson Wentz is going to perform at all, I think they'll obviously lose this game, but he's his number one target. Uh, there's no one else to throw to on that team. So, you know, I think he'll put up, like, Probably 15 points this week. Uh, maybe break the 100 yard barrier. Mm, I'm not going to say any touchdowns, but I think he'll just, you know, he'll be a solid receiver. So if you have an open slot, put him in. 10 points, few receptions, uh, half PPR, maybe 12 points, full, maybe 14 points. Um, actually, no, it'd be more. I would probably be like 14 points, half PPR, and, uh, 18 points if he gets 100 yards, full PPR, my opinion. That's eight, very optimistic. Eight receptions uh, for 100 yards. you got to get a lot of receptions to get 100 yards, unless you're DeAndre Hopkins. It's true. Uh, and still, he got seven against the Bills and put up 127 yards. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'd say I agree with that. Uh, if you can pick him up, if you're struggling at wide receiver – I feel like there's kind of an overabundance at wide receiver, though. I was talking about Alan Lazard earlier, um, but I think that these are ads for, you know, definitely flex position since running back is so rough. Uh, you might definitely need a wide receiver, but these are guys that we think are probably going to break out um, and are worth a start. Um, my last guy is the riskiest start of the week, in my opinion. And that is Cameron Newton. Uh, I'm sure he's available. He's available in 31.4%. Oh, wait. My bad. He is available in 44.4% of NFL.com leagues. Um, They're playing the Texans, who just have been not great. Uh, I think that their rush defense has been really bad. Cameron Newton is a... Russian quarterback. I don't think their pass defense has been particularly great. I think he can throw the ball decently well. Uh, he's averaging 20 points a game this year. I mean, as bad as people have been saying he's been, I mean, 20 points a game is quite good still. Yeah. Okay, give Cam Newton a start if you have an open slot. Start Alex Smith before Cam Newton. But uh, I, I think I'd reverse that, honestly. Now that I saw it was 20 points per game, I think you have a very safe floor with Cam Newton against the Texans. I think Alex Smith is definitely a wild card. He did put up a lot of point, or a lot of yards against the Lions last week. So um, if you 
If you want to show Alex Smith some love, give him a start. My opinion, Cam Newton is the more reasonable start. All right, yeah, that's fair. Uh, if you need a defense, though, start the uh, Dolphins defense, just yeah. on a side note. Uh, uh, yeah. Dolphins defense, uh, I think the Chargers play the Jets, so start the Chargers defense. Dolphins are playing the Broncos, in case anyone didn't know. We're going to talk about that next section. Um, yeah, got anything else? No, that's all. All right, we're going to come back to you with our game picks for week 11. Stay tuned. game picks for week 11 tom is going to read them off i'm going to say who i think i got pablo's picks right here i'll read them off to you one by one all right go ahead tom first off we got the seahawks versus the cardinals the game's going on right now what do you think steve Uh, pablo and i gave our predictions last night i picked the cardinals pablo has the seahawks um he has a key factor that uh russ and Pete carroll won't lose three games in a row Weather is going to be bad. Hawks don't want to be swept by the Cardinals. Uh, I think those are all fair points. I just think that the Cardinals are too good for that Seattle defense, and I think that they're going to gain a solid lead in the division after this game. Tom, what do you think? All right. Well, I have the advantage here because I'm watching the game, and it's halftime. So I'm going to say the Seahawks because they look better than the Cardinals. What's the score, right? It's 16-7. to Seahawks are winning. Oh, give me uh, the Cardinals still, for sure, hundred percent. Cardinals yeah, are second. I can see that happening. I can see that happening, but just from a, like from analyzing what the game has been like so far, Seahawks look really good. So if it was a uh, blowout, if it was a blowout, I would give it to the Seahawks right now. But um, definitely, Cardinals are still in this. All right, it's fair. What's your next game? Bengals versus the Washington Football Team. Bengals versus the Washington football team. Give me the WFT. Alex Smith looked really good against the Lions. Uh, Joe Burrell has not been playing so great. What do you think? Yeah, give me the WFT too because of uh, Antonio Gibson and that defense. We're going to sack – dude, the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals is one of the worst I've ever seen. He gets – Burrell gets sacked on average. He's been sacked the most times of any quarterback this year, I'm pretty sure. But he gets sacked on average like two and a half times a game. Right, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're gonna sack him five times this week, and their offensive line is so bad. I know we're just gonna perform this week, man. Uh, higher than uh, anybody expects. So give me the uh, WFT. What does Pablo well, got? Yeah, Pablo disagrees with both of us. He has the Bengals winning this one. His key factor for the game: Mixon shreds WFT's run defense. I kind of agree with him there. Even still, you still need to pass to win in the league. Uh, and I think, once again, we were talking about Alex Smith. I think he'll have a pretty good game. And also, we have the number one ranked pass defense in the entire NFL. So, yeah, I don't know. That's rough. That's rough for the uh, Bengals and Joe Burrow, but I think he is right about Mixon. Uh, if Mixon is in, he has been questionable all week, and he was out last week. So, we'll see if he's in. I think he will play, but... Um, Mixon is a good running back. All right. We got the Eagles versus the Browns. Uh, hmm. You go ahead first. Browns, all the way. Eagles are the worst team I've ever watched play. Uh, 
just for that reason alone, the Browns don't even have to be that good. The Eagles just suck, and they will throw this game away. Give me a huge upset. Give me the Eagles. Uh, I believe in Carson Wentz. They they just lost to the Giants. They they cool. they must be absolutely livid with themselves. They I I don't think they can bear another loss without just shriveling up into nothingness. So uh, give me the Eagles. Um, I don't really have much reason behind it. So. Uh, <laughs> the only reason I have is they're coming off a loss against the Giants. Uh, everything, everything else in my brain points to the Browns, but it just feels like an Eagles game. Got feeling. Uh, Pablo has the Browns just like you and my logic. Uh, key factor, Eagles defense does not even compare to Browns offense, especially with Chubb back. Uh, yeah, he's 100% right. <laughs> so, uh, I'll split it up. Emotional me takes the Eagles. Logical me takes the Browns. Next game. Falcons versus the Saints. All right. Um, give me the Saints. They, give me the Falcons. Pablo agrees with you, and uh, we'll oh, get yeah. that. But uh, I think Famous Jameis is going to come in, and I think he's going to have a game absolute game i've been hyping him up all week uh in fantasy i have him starting in i think two or three leagues but the return of Jameis winston we are going to see a different Jameis winston one who is hungry and one who is going to absolutely tear things up against the falcons defense which is awful i hope so because i like Jameis winston but uh for our next game we got the Steelers versus the Jaguars. This is easy, man. Here, real quick before we move on, uh, Pablo's key factor, he, he has this as an upset alert. He has the Falcons winning. Uh, no breeze. Falcons take advantage of this and prove they win with their offense. Ridley is back in their offense, so that's pretty important. But that is uh, important. Steelers versus Jaguars. Uh, give me the Steelers. Why did you deliberate there? All right. Steelers. Um, I don't think the Steelers – I was talking about it with Pablo. If they do go undefeated, they'll be the worst undefeated team of all time. Yeah, I agree with you there. But they'll beat the Jaguars. I think they're a good football team, but I don't think that they're as good as the 2008 uh, New England Patriots. Um who does Pablo have here? I'm scrolling looking for it right now. Uh, if I had to guess, it was going to be the Steelers. Um, gosh dang it. Why can I not find it here? Um, I don't think he's given it to me. Uh, just read off your next game that you have here, and I'll keep looking for it. I would just assume he's logical and take the Steelers for his pick. But the the Texans versus the Patriots. Texans versus the Patriots. I was just talking about Cam Newton having a huge game. Give me the Pats. Yeah, Pats all the way. Uh, And I think this is our first 100% agreement. Maybe uh, Steelers is up for debate, but uh, I I mean, we we don't know what Pablo's opinion is. Uh, Patriots versus Texans. Pablo has the Patriots winning key factor. Pat's playoff push motivation. Pat's offense has found their identity with Cam Harris. Uh, Cam uh, 
Jacoby Myers and uh, what's that guy's name? Damian Harris. He only has his last name Harris trio. Uh, I agree. I think that Jacoby Myers has been an improvement over what they've had all year. Um, next game. It's not that the Patriots are good. It's that the Texans are bad. Uh, uh, I think I agree with you. Yeah. The Lions versus the Panthers. Lions versus the Panthers. Um, I don't know. Who's watching this game, really? No one. Not even Panthers or Lions fans. I was just talking about the Panthers last night. Um, give me the Lions. Panthers have not been great. Give me the Panthers. Just because. Just because. Uh, Pablo is taking the Panthers also. Key factor, Teddy and wide receivers go off. Go off, blow out. Uh, Lions are coming off a huge win against the WFT. Um, huge win. <laughs> I mean, huge for them. They they were about to choke, and they did, which is huge for the Lions. Um, so I think they'll use that as some sort of motivation. Uh, Matt Patricia has nothing to lose uh, besides his job, so he's really just pushing right now to keep it. Uh, let's see. What's their next game? Titans Ravens. Give me the Titans. Yeah, I'll take the Titans too. The Ravens look pretty bad. Actually, uh, uh, change that. Give me the Ravens. I I made a mistake, but continue. The Ravens just look terrible, man. I don't know. They they couldn't beat the Patriots, and I thought they were going to be like legitimate contenders with the Chiefs and everything like that. Not even close to that range. They're not even close to the Bills range. So. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's extremely. I mean, uh, I think this spark. This is the spark that the Ravens need to really lift off. I think that the Ravens take the Steelers next week. Uh, I really just wasn't thinking there for a second, but this is where the Ravens spark starts. They lost the Titans last year in the playoffs when they were expected to do huge things, and they are still salty about that. They want to beat these fools so badly. The Titans are so fraudulent, it's not even funny. I would put any amount of money that the Ravens would win this are gonna win this game. Um Pablo does not agree with me, he agrees with you. He's taking the Titans, key factor, full week of rest, bounce back win after getting clapped by the Colts. King Henry goes off. Uh I think that Patrick Queen is gonna shut down King Henry, and I think the Ravens take this. Okay. Uh, the Jets versus the Chargers. Another game that nobody is watching. Uh, give me the Chargers. I will never predict the Jets to win a game. Give me the Jets. Problem agrees with you. What is wrong with you people? This is uh, the New York Jets. I don't know. Justin <laughs> Herbert just seems like one of those guys who performs but never wins games, you know? Justin just Herbert – is a good quarterback. The yeah, Jets but are not a good, good football team. He hasn't won any games, though. Justin Herbert doesn't win games. Uh, so far, at least. It's I not listen. his fault, listen, obviously. Not, it, but the thing is, he, he has won a game, but I'm just saying, yeah, I think it's mostly on the coach. I think Anthony Lynn should be fired, even though he's a Buffalo homie. Uh he just hasn't been great as a head coach. He should be an O coordinator. He was great in Buffalo. But uh, the the Jets, the, the Jets, I can't. All right, let's listen to Pablo's reasoning. Key factor, 
Jets get first win in a tight, close game that the Chargers can't close out. I mean, that that's just every single Chargers game, is it not? Yeah, and they usually don't close it out. So I agree with Pablo. Yeah, I mean, just look. I, it's the Jets. That's all I have to say. We spent way too much time in this game. All right. All right, fair. Next game is the Dolphins versus the Broncos. Dolphins. Can I just say, Dolphins tie the Bills with this game. <laughs> so painful. It hurts. It hurts so much. This is like, like if we just this this uh, hail mary touchdown is painful on just multiple levels. I mean, the play itself, the fact that we're going into a bye, and the fact that the Dolphins now tie our record after beating the Broncos this Sunday. It's just. God, I just I, – I can't express how angry I am about this. Well, you guys get a free win against the Broncos too, so it's not like, you know, a little yeah, trade-off. Yeah, we do, but, I mean, the the Dolphins had a free win against the Jaguars, and we had to play the Titans instead. I'm, I mean, like, you, you look at it any which way. I'm just saying that, yeah, we do get a free win against the Broncos too, but look – I mean, just it, it pains me that the Dolphins are going to tire record this weekend. Uh, I, I just gave away a lot of prediction. Uh, yeah, Dolphins win. What does Pablo uh, have to say? Does he agree? I think he obviously uh, does. Yeah, this is another sweep. Dolphins win. Uh, let's let's upset them, Broncos, please. Uh, key factor: Flores and Tua keep rolling. Broncos can't stop run game for their lives. I did say start Salvin Ahmed uh, in fantasy running back for the Dolphins. He got 22 carries last week. He's going to get the rock like nothing else, and he is going to steamroll the Broncos. All right, next game. This is probably the game of the week. We got the Packers versus the Colts. Um, Give me the Packers. I, and that, yeah, give me the Packers. Packers are weak. I'm going to take the Colts. No yeah, they're weak. I mean, I know I was kind of, I know I was kind of faltering there. I want the Colts to win their division. I really do, but I just don't see them beating the Packers. I mean, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is, should win MVP. He might not, but I think he deserves it. Uh, the only good defense he's played though is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he played one of the worst games I've ever seen. So. I this have to look at all the games. I don't know who the Packers have played. All I know is I have Aaron Rodgers on two of my fantasy teams, and he is a beast. They've had the easiest schedule in the NFL this year, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so he's taking care of business, man. Look, MVP has decided uh, before the Super Bowl, so I think playoffs are going to be important. I think if he does choke in the playoffs, he doesn't deserve MVP. Fair? Fair. All right. Um even still, uh, let's see. Um, here it is Packers v. Colts. Pablo is also taking the Colts. Uh, key factor for him is the Colts wide receivers. I also agree. Packers defense is as you know, it, it, it's like Swiss cheese, you can chop it up easily. I thought their um, secondary was going to be good. I thought it was too. Jair Alexander is still really good, but the rest of it is. Nothing there. Um, all right, what's the next game that you got? Cowboys versus the bike, the Vikings. Cowboys versus the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, give me the Vikings. Uh, I don't. 
I like this new guy though. I don't know what his name is. The Cowboys. Uh, quarterback. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. We're spending way too much time on the fifth string quarterback. Yeah, this is a terrible game. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his name is, but the no-name quarterback is damn good. Uh, I like him a lot. You know, he played like four games in the NFL. He totaled like six yards before last week or two weeks ago. And then he kind of played really well against the defense that's really good. So, you know, I'm rooting for him, even though I hate the Cowboys. So, um, Yeah, I need Dalvin Cook to have a huge game for me this week, and I think he will. The Cowboys' defense is so bad still. Nothing has changed. Their offense has just gotten worse. Uh, Pablo's key factor, Vikings playoff push slash hot streak. Yeah, I agree. All right, next game. Chiefs Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Okay. Uh, I want to I see it. Let's see it. Come on. Come on, John Green. Show me your scrappiness. I just – there's absolutely no reason that the Raiders should win this game, especially with the Chiefs having film on the Raiders after that loss uh, against them. But you know what? I think this, this 100% gets them into the playoffs, this win right here. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your pick? Oh, I said the Raiders were were cash in you our did. cash and trash segment. You did say they were cash, so you don't want to sound contradictory. So they're gonna go off. All right, give me the give me the Raiders. I I think I'm changing my mind. Listen, that was an emotional. <laughs> pick. I think I gotta I gotta give a logical pick an emotional pick. Secretly, I'm rooting for the Raiders, even though I did say they were trash in the trash or cash section. Uh, the Chiefs are a complete football team. I mean, they're, they're the new New England Patriots. Yeah, you got to beat the Chiefs. Uh, key factor for Pablo. Oh, he has the Chiefs winning. Key factor. Chiefs will not get swept. I agree. The Chiefs have game film on the Raiders after losing to them. They're going to have a different game plan going in this time after losing to the Raiders. And, I mean, the Chiefs are head uh, – they're miles above – the Raiders as being a good football team. All right, next game. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football, Rams versus Buccaneers. Uh, give me the Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams too. Uh, I think they're a lot stronger than they were earlier in the season. The defense played really well last week. And uh, like, like yeah. around, around when they played the Bills, they were quite good. I think the Bills ended that sort of them being – Good. Their hype train. Uh, I think they've been picking it up recently. They um, they they played quite bad against the Dolphins, but they just beat the Seahawks. And uh, th- this is going to be a pretty big game for them, whether or not they, uh, you know, win, win this game kind of depends on whether or not they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I like the Rams. Um, and then uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. What do you think? No, I don't think it'll be high-scoring at all. I think, I think it's going to be a defensive game. Uh, all right. Pablo is taking the Buccaneers. Key factor, Brady will ball out in prime time. Exploits uh, L.A. secondary. All receivers have a day. Um, watch out for Antonio Brown this game. I think this is the game where he goes off. He should have been our fantasy sleeper. 
That would have been a good one. Sleeper though, everyone has him. Like it's like ninety really? percent of it. I mean, everyone's picked him up. I had to trade for him. I have him on one of my teams. I don't think he's he's worth a ninety nine percent rostered. But you know, uh, he's I like the best well. receivers in twenty tens, man. I know, but he's he's kind of insane. And I, he took I, a year off, and his uh, mental health has nothing to do with the play on the field. I hope so. I want to see him do well. Thank you. But I, I don't think he will. So we'll see. All right. Is that all the games? Yeah, it's all of them. All right. It's a pretty fun podcast, man. You feeling a bit better after doing that? Not at all, but, you know, uh, <laughs> hopefully someday. <laughs> all right. Go get some water. Rest up, my friend. I need tea well, and, like, general anesthesia or something like that. Yeah, you need some, yeah. I need that vaccine. Yeah, COVID vaccine. Uh, I do not have COVID. I want to clarify again. I have COVID. I do not have COVID. Let's get it on again. Tom does not have COVID. Maybe I don't believe in COVID. (laughs) Uh, But I do not have it. I never will. And Tom is immune. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to the second part of our week 11 preview for the NFL. We will all talk to you Sunday. It'll be me, Tom, and Pablo. So just make sure to tune in for that. Uh, Tom, we'll see how he's doing by then, but I'm pretty sure Pablo will be in person with me. Uh, Yeah, hopefully I'm in person too. That's a a better dynamic. I don't like the Zoom stuff. No, this Zoom stuff is so bad. We've been doing it. Uh, Listen, there's nothing like it, having your partner sit right next to you, getting that full interaction. That I mean – I don't know. That, that's just so much better for me. I think it'll it be should better. be a lot more heated and more intense when we're in person. It, I think it is because you know you're just looking at a computer screen. You can't yell at that. You look like I don't know. It's just when you see the guy in the eyes, you feel the rage. You just got to get it off your chest. I mean, uh, my opinion. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you Sunday night.